Hey everyone, welcome to another P-Log episode, and today I am excited to talk to you about this film. Oh my god, you must see this movie. I have just got back from a UK preview, or I think it's a preview anyway, it seems a bit early for its release, because I thought it was the 3rd of November. Anyway, I digress. For Ragnarok. I have been looking forward to this movie ever since I saw those trailers, those retro 80s style trailers. I thought, is this going to be a theme for the movie? Is it going to sort of like parody 80s in some way? Is it going to be as action-packed as it looks? Oh, it didn't disappoint. It really didn't disappoint. First off, the history of the four films. The first four film was okay. I wasn't a big fan of it overall, but it had some interesting set pieces. Uh, Chris Hemsworth did fine as the character. Uh, the problem mainly was just that it was too much of it was set on Earth and, you know, Natalie Portman and all the comic relief was just a waste of time. But the whole thing between him and Loki, I really liked. 4-2 was above average. The villain was completely wasted, poor Chris Eccleston. But the action set pieces were really cool. More of it was set on Asgard, so you got to see more cool stuff. Again, you had to put up with Natalie and the comic relief, but they were a little bit more dialed down this time, I think. So, 4 has kind of had a bit of a tough running, really, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He shines more in the Avenger films, but that's when he's in a group of people. So far, they haven't been able to write him so that he can carry his own movie. Well, here... Oh my god! This is great. This is easily the best Thor movie, and one of the best... I don't know if it's the best out of all of them, but certainly in the top five for many people, easily. Top five uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies out there. This is just fantastic. Thor Ragnarok kept me smiling from beginning to end for the entire 2 hour 10 minute duration. And it's certainly a change of pace from typical Thor movies, or typical Marvel movies really. Marvel is very good at getting humour into films. So, you know, you get a few gags, you get a few throwaway lines. This one was almost like an action comedy. There are laughs constantly through this movie, and 90% of them will hit home. There are some ones that make you crease, there's some slightly more crude jokes if you're into that, there's some visual gags, there's some great references, you know, I, I saw one cool reference actually near the start, um, it's not much of a spoiler, well actually I won't go into spoilers, uh, but he, he meets a prominent Marvel character near the start of the movie, and it's quite amusing that the street name, that he, the address that he finds them at is almost like a sort of parody or play on words you know a kind of reference to a tv series that the actor has been in i'll leave it at that you can figure it out for yourself so it's pretty obvious when you see it but i just thought it was quite a nice touch but oh yes it's just constant laughs everybody loki hulk four valkyrie jeff goblin's character the grandmaster even the goddess of death you know, all of them are getting laughs. And it's just so good. I mean, it may put off a few people mainly just for the fact that it seems very light-hearted in the humour department. But some of these jokes are more adult and it's not light-hearted to the point where, oh, it's all cutesy and everyone's lovely. No, people die. You know, things get blown up and, you know, pretty much... Well, like I say, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but yeah, plenty enough people get killed for your liking, so I wouldn't call this light-hearted, but it certainly is more fluffy for the humour. 
So if that's going to put you off, then fair enough. But personally, I was laughing throughout most of this movie and it was definitely worth those jokes putting in. So well done on that. I didn't think there'd be so many of them, but yeah, it's just lots of gags. The action, also really good. Certainly pretty CGI heavy in places, especially when you have to uh, hone in on the goddess of death because as much, well, I'll get onto Kate Blanchett later, but as much as you can have her as a villain, she's not a, you know, somersault kung fu fighting master or anything. So you can tell that the CGI has been worked to make her, like, more badass in combat and stuff. So, yeah, you know that there's, like, stunt doubles and CGI work being done. And, of course, you know, Thor ends up in various places of Asgard. He ends up in what looks like a sort of fiery hell at the start, the prologue. And, obviously, you've got the... The cool set piece with the Grandmaster Stadium and the you know the spaceships and all that lot. So there's a lot of CGI set pieces, but they look good. They do look good. I think it holds up pretty well for the most part. I didn't really look at anything going, oh my god, super, super fake. And it kind of reminds me a bit of almost not necessarily a Star Wars, but kind of like how Guardians of the Galaxy made me feel like it was Star Wars for the MCU. This almost feels like it's a weird one because for a lot of the movie, he's on the Grandmaster's junk planet. So it's all aliens and weird sort of looking costumes and, you know, characters. One of which is, comes up with so many gags throughout the film, even though at first I found it a bit weird that someone who looks like him has a voice like that. I think it's purposely done to make it sound more funny. But yeah, when I was listening to it at first, I thought, no, no, a character that looks like that does not sound like that. But you know, part of the humour, and to be fair, he made me laugh a lot, so I'm not exactly going to fault it for it. Uh, the But yeah, action, really solid. There's some great, you know, effects, some great action. You know, you do get to see Thor and Hulk battle it out, although it wasn't quite as long the scene as I was hoping, but no, you get enough fun during that scene. So, you know, it wasn't meant to be like some 30-minute set piece, but you get to see Thor and Hulk duke it out, which is kind of what you half of you are paying money to see. But there's more to this film than that. The story itself, not exactly a you know a complex plot. It's fairly generic in how it goes, but you do get an interesting twist at the end, which I uh, wasn't expecting really. So yeah, I was quite pleased to see that they tried a different route to what you would expect normally for most of these movies. What really sells it, as I say, action, comedy, and the characters. There are lots of sort of third-party characters here that get lots of laughs and get good screen time. You have the A-team, you know, four, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, you know, Tom Hilston and uh, Mark Ruffalo giving it their all as the Hulk, Banner, Loki and four. They're brilliant. They, you know, four has, Chris Hemsworth's really settled into this role. And I think since he's been doing some more sort of comedic work lately, even if the films weren't that great, you know, Ghostbusters 2016 and all that, He's, you know, he's settling into that comedy thing. So I think that suited him for doing all the comedy in this movie. But the even the B team are really cool. I mentioned that Adrian that has the weird voice. Yeah, he does really well. Uh, you know, Kate Blanchett does pretty well as, as well in, in her role. Uh, the highlight, though, wow. Tessa Thompson, I think her name is, um, the actress. I hope I'm not getting it mixed up. But she plays Valkyrie. And you know her by something else to begin with, but eventually she renames herself as Valkyrie. Wow. I mean, these these female fighters on Asgard 
you know, I mean, they kick butt. You know, they are great fighters. Gotta love the whole sort of history with them. But she just steals the scene sometimes. She has some good gags. She's really cool in action. She's not like, oh, help save me. No, it's like, oh, no, I can kick Loki's butt. You know, it's like, <laughs> I will fight back and, you know, overpower Loki or something. It's, he's, she's a badass character. I think she's going to be on par with, well, it depends. Whether she'll get more screen time in something like Infinity War, I don't know. But if, I hope she does. Because she's a popular character, you know, something like you would expect out of Ellen Ripley, Lara Croft, and, you know, all these prominent female characters like Furiosa from the Mad Max series, you know, these tough, badass female characters that you just love to see every now and again. Valkyrie is definitely one of those and one of the highlights of this movie. So, I can't say much more about it. She... The, the, sorry, she. I'm still thinking about Valkyrie. Now, the, this film is just amazing. You know, whether I would give it a 9 or a 10, I'm not sure. Because the only weakness I can think of in this movie is possibly the villain. Again, unfortunately, Marvel is not pitch perfect with its villains. I hope they manage to get Thanos right. But, Kate Blanchett does a good job as Hela. You know, she doesn't, she's not phoning it in, she's doing her acting, showing off her acting prowess, and even if she looks a little bit weird in that wig, this is a foe where it's like, okay, whether it's CGI or not, she can pretty much kill everybody on this planet. You know, she, she's pretty nasty. But they don't give her a lot to work with. The story of her, it makes sense, but the character is not fleshed out that much. It, there's little tweaks to it here and there, but when you sort of when it's all said and done, it's basically I'm back. This is mine. I want it. Let's go conquer stuff. Pretty straightforward. It's just the fact that in terms of being difficult to kill, you know, she is more than a formidable foe for Thor and all the rest. So I still think she's the best villain we've well hard to say. Loki is still technically a villain character, but his he's really cool as a kind of sort of semi like an anti-hero in a sense you know he comes into his own a bit more here but you know he was still a cool villain before so maybe i prefer loki to this one yeah i'd say loki's still the best and then heller you know close behind this is a cool villain for four and yeah sorry chris eccleston you were wasted in that villain in the second film that was easily one of the weakest villains i've seen but yeah it's a minor niggle you know possibly what might bring it down to a nine but if not a ten this was just fantastic and really worth the wait all it's done is whet my appetite for black panther in february which i think will be pretty cool although i'm not expecting it to be great we'll see might surprise me i mean ant-man certainly did and guardians of the galaxy even so but it's now sort of getting to that point where we can say come on next up infinity war I cannot wait for Infinity War. Please don't disappoint. All I've seen is really bad footage from the uh, Comic-Con and uh, various other conventions. And oh my god, it looks so good. I want a trailer. Please give me a trailer. Oh well. Won't be that long. A few months. I can wait. It's not too long after my birthday when we'll start thinking about Infinity War. So a month or two. So it's coming. It's coming. For now though. Justice League in a couple of weeks, so I will do a P-log on the Justice League. I intend to see that. I hope it's good. 
I know DC has had more of a uh, temperamental track record with its movies, but hopefully they can pull it off with Justice League. If not, then, well, at least Wonder Woman will be cool, at least Batman will be cool, Aquaman will be cool. In fact, I think the characters themselves are going to be cool in Justice League. Even if the plot and the uh, you know effects are a little bit ropey, I expect to uh, like all the characters. But I really want them to do well with The Flash. I really like The Flash. I like the TV series, I like the character. I think The Flash is one of my favourite DC superheroes because I just love that whole super speed thing. You know, I just... Something about speed is a power I just like. So, yeah, looking forward to that. But, yeah, for Ragnarok, go watch it. If you haven't already, go see it. It's a fantastic movie. You won't be disappointed. Whether you'll pick flaws at certain aspects, fair enough, but you're not going to go in there thinking you didn't get your money's worth. It's great. Anyway, that's it for me. See you on the next P-Log when I talk about Justice League. For now, have a good night. I'm off to bed. See you next time, guys.